Welcome to another OMN Coffee Shop Conversation at Catfish Lou's, located at 2460 Northwest 24th. I'm Tom D'Antoni, OMN Editor-in-Chief, although you may already know that. With me today is Edwin Coleman III, drummer, who I'm sure you know from his years as a major part of the Soul Vaccination Groove. He's very much in demand these days, including as part of the Lewis Payne Organ Trio. But did you know he's also a cellist? Bet you didn't. I've been looking forward to this. He's a very smart guy and fun to hang with. Meet Edwin Coleman III. Mr. Coleman, welcome. Hey, thank you. Catfish Lose. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. Yeah. It's funny, you know, um, I had uh, the other drummer, Coleman. (laughs) <laughs> on this podcast <laughs> tc tony TC. yeah it's, yeah it's funny he's uh, a great guy and we've we've met several times and have a good laugh i'll bet about our I'll last bet. names and, yeah 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 <laughs> but uh uh you come from a long line of of uh, of uh, musicians i do yeah and artists family full of them I, and i and i wanted to, i know you're 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 <laughs> on the new uh lewis payne organ trio album i am and uh, there is a, um, a tune on there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which <It's a> groove. <laughs> obviously, obviously, there's a story behind it. There's a story, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. what's the story? It's a groove. Uh, the story, and I won't go on too long. But no, it was, this is a podcast. Oh, that's true. Yeah. They're infinite. <laughs> Once upon a time. Yeah. <laughs> In the woods far away. Uh, it, the story, it's, I was, I wrote that for my dad who passed away a couple years ago. It mm-hmm. was a big influence on my life, mm-hmm. and especially as a musician. Yeah. Growing up, getting to play with your father is a pretty special thing. Yeah. And I never took it for granted. And uh, we were in New Orleans. We went to New Orleans and pl- ended up playing a bunch of gigs there. Met local musicians, and next thing you know, we we're, we're, had a regular gig there for about a week and a half. Wow. It was the most wonderful thing. Who did you get to play with? We played with this cat named Steamboat. He is the greatest name. Steamboat, what was his last name? Didn't he come to Portland after Katrina? He, I think he did. Yeah, we, I've met him a couple of times. Yes, because he knew Reggie. He knew yeah. some other folks that came up here, yeah, and he yeah. said he had come up here after yeah. the hurricane. Right, and then because he went, then he, he went back. Yeah, and then he went back because yeah. he asked. He asked us where we, you know, where we're living. I said, "Oh, Portland." He said, "Oh, Portland." Oh my God! <laughs> and then we started talking about music. Next thing you know, we're playing with them uh-huh. Uh-huh. every day, like wow. two shows a day. Huh. Yeah, he, he needed a rhythm section. Wow! And so it just kind of worked out, and it was really, really really great experience to play in that city with yeah. with my dad uh, and we just kept smiling at each other uh-huh. so the song is dedicated to him because during that time we were able to spontaneously jump into a second line parade wow that was over at louis armstrong park we were just over there just taking a walk and looking around and the second line parade uh-huh. came through uh-huh. and uh, the people in the parade said come on you know jump in and we jumped in and next you know my dad and i are second lining <laughs> and it was just the greatest experience you know yeah. to do there that. are there are a few there are a lot of great drummers in portland but there yes. are not a lot of drummers who can second line that might be true oh I'm it is sure. true oh it is true yeah, yeah you I, would know i, I really you know, know cause, you cause know your I, stuff I, I, I have this i've never lived there but i've had, mm-hmm. I had new orleans in my heart yeah i, I know you, yeah, yeah yeah you have and um 
So, I, and when I heard this, I went, oh, Whoa! oh that's well, that's because <laughs> I'm not man. sure that I've ever heard your second line. Yeah, I, you know, right? Yeah, in, in my soul, I second <laughs> yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, thank you, what man. That's a big trick? compliment. The, what is the trick to that? I don't know what the trick is. I, I know I grew up listening to my dad listened to a lot of early New Orleans music. Mm-hmm. Uh, my grandfather, my mom's side, they're from Louisiana. Uh-huh. A big Zydeco and and like old school Dixieland yeah. fans. Yeah. Just a lot of. I don't know what the trick is. I think it's huh. partly in my DNA. I just hear it. I right. Understand. Yeah. I did play a lot of gigs with Charles Neville. Uh-huh. When he moved to Eugene. When he was in Eugene. When he was yeah. in Eugene. Mm-hmm. And we met, and he just wanted to play in a jazz quartet. Yeah. And he hired me to play yeah. gigs. And All New Orleans musicians, do, uh, R&B musicians, want to do is play jazz. Yeah, he just wanted to swing. <laughs> and it was great. It's true, he could though, swing. You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> all of the greatest R&B yeah. jazz musicians. Isn't all, it interesting? All, all, uh, R&B musicians from New Orleans, they all want to be jazz. Yeah. yeah. It's, so, it's, so, it's so interesting. Yeah. And I learned a lot from Charles. Then I met, uh-huh. you know, I met the rest of the cats when they'd come through town. And, yeah. and Charles showed me a lot about Second Line. Just, just some little, little things. Yeah. But I, I don't know if there's a secret. I know it's just feeling that where that one is, uh-huh. and uh-huh. knowing that you're where the tradition comes from. You know, that marching. Yeah. Band tradition. Yeah. I, I yeah. just I feel it. I'm not an expert by yeah. any means, but I for some reason well, you, I feel you, it. You can fool me. Well, thank yeah, you. You man. sound like an expert. Well, that's very high compliment <laughs> coming from you. So thank you, man. Um. So, uh, but drums weren't weren't your were they your first instrument? Technically, yes. Yeah. Coffee cans uh, when <laughs> I was a little kid because when you have two parents that are musicians and yeah. rehearsing all the time. Yeah. And going to rehearsals and so forth, you're just surrounded by all these adults playing music. And uh-huh. so mom saw that I had this rhythm. I always wanted to sit there behind the drummer uh-huh. and play, you know, with something. So she made yeah. me a drum set out of MJB coffee cans. <laughs> Flipped them over and had the little lids. So they made a little tone uh-huh. and regular drumsticks. And I would sit behind the drummer and just play. And I, I remember I was really young. I had three or four years old. Really? My earliest memory of that. Huh. So technically, I guess that's my first instrument. Uh-huh. And I wanted a drum set for years and years. And mom and dad said, well, you've got great rhythm, but we're not buying you a drum set until you take piano lessons. Ah. And I uh-huh. said, deal. <laughs> okay. Piano would look cool, too. Yeah. yeah. So I studied piano. Uh-huh. For several years, and then um, they bought me a little drum set, ah. and so I just kind of taught myself, uh-huh. just watching drummers that Dad played with. Yeah, that's how I learned. But I kept studying piano, uh-huh. and I'm so thankful they made me do that because yeah. it developed my ears, yeah, and my left hand, and uh-huh. all that stuff, uh-huh. and just ear training and, and song training. Uh-huh. You know, learning how to listen to a structure and listen, uh-huh. and then and I to read. Uh, and to read, yeah, right, yeah. foundation, yeah. yeah. And then I got into, in I think, fifth grade, I said, Dad, I want to learn another different instrument. Well, do you want to study drums? I said, I don't know if I want to sit there and march and learn the, you know, learn. I don't want to be in marching band. Uh-huh. I, I want to play. I, I love the cello because wow. I love classical music. Uh-huh. Absolutely love classical uh-huh. music. Okay, cello. <laughs> sure. And so I started 
taking cello lessons and being in the little orchestra in fifth grade and uh, wow. studied that all the way through f- one year of college at the U of O music school. Did Symphony. you ever did you ever play drums during that time? Just I was kind of just playing, you know, with friends from school and uh-huh. then on that little drum set I had in the garage, but I was just playing the records at yeah. the house. So teaching myself how to play drums, that was always deep down in there with those drums. Yeah, yeah. I always had the real big passion for those uh-huh. for those drums. And then I turned about, I think I was 17 or 18, and Dad turned to me one day. He just said, Edwin, I'm hearing you in there, and you're really keeping good time. Uh-huh. I think I'm going to hire you for a couple casuals. Wow. And that was big, big news for yeah. me. They weren't big, big What gigs, a compliment. It was a big compliment. Yeah. And so I played a little casual at a country club, and he wrote me a check, like, you know, like the rest <laughs> of the cats. <laughs> and uh, that was it. <laughs> Game over. I'm, okay, I'm going to do this drumming thing. Wow. That's kind of how it went. But I kept going with cello, yeah, through freshman year in college huh. at the music school. Do you, you still have a cello? I still have the same cello that really? mom and dad scraped their money to buy wow. me, an Italian made. Yeah. Do you ever pull it out? I do. I do. I uh, it was sitting in the in the corner in mom's house, mom and dad's house for a long time, and I dug it out last year because I got married uh-huh. in July, and my current wife, my wife, begged me to get that cello out and play it at the <laughs> wedding, and I said, "Oh ah. my god, I gotta." Okay, it's been a long time, <laughs> so I got it out, started practicing, and you know, uh-huh. squeaking on it, and then I played it as she came down the came down the aisle i played a little song and turned out okay <laughs> not too bad how did you manage to 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 not play the cello during that period of time there was a period of time i guess yeah you know starting around 2000 or so where every band had a cello in it yeah, you know <laughs> portland cello project <laughs> yes. came around yeah and every there was every the band had a cello. cellos every yeah. band had a cello everybody had yeah, yeah. I don't, it, it, yeah. Was, it was a period of time where everybody either everybody had a cello or everybody was playing Django Reinhardt there was yeah <laughs> yes that's true that whole period yeah but you, you were you were tempted to bring it out and, and I was and, actually yeah. when yeah. I first moved to Portland in 2002 uh-huh. I met some folks that were in these little community symphonies yeah. and, and the Mozart players and, uh-huh. and I god I really was tempted because I really missed playing in that kind of ensemble, that yeah. symphonic yeah. ensemble, but I just just didn't, you know. I, I knew I'd have to grind, yeah, well, and grind it out and yeah. get my yeah. hands back in shape. And yeah. then, you know, at that time, I was so busy trying to get gigs uh-huh. as a drummer and uh-huh. find, you know, find a good day job and uh-huh. be a uh-huh. dad. And you know, <laughs> my daughter was young then, so yeah, uh-huh. it was more of a time factor than a than a want to factor. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Well, there's still time. There is still time. <laughs> I'm still tempted too. I'm, I'm sure. To just practice for a couple hours and be, you know, as uh-huh. good as I was in college. Uh-huh. You know, because I, I was well, getting you to say where that I could about be. a lot of things. Fifty pounds lighter. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Knees uh, not hurting. Stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, good. Man. <laughs> so um, when you so when you when you became a full time drummer, what yeah. what kind of stuff were you playing? Um, gosh, I remember. I started out with Dad's jazz trio and quartet. Mm-hmm. I was swinging a lot, and then I got into a salsa band. 
Ah. I remember early on in college, mm-hmm. and I got in a ska band. Really? And kind of a hard rock band, because I loved, grew up loving everything, because my parents have an album collection that's uh-huh. forever of everything, yeah. from Broadway to Stravinsky to uh-huh. the Beatles to yeah. Johnny Cash. I mean, <laughs> I grew up listening to everything. Uh-huh. I played in the salsa band for a long time. I got into some really good reggae bands with real Jamaicans wow. that really taught me how to play real reggae drumming, which uh-huh. is not what we think it is. You right. know, it, there's a there's a thing. What there. is the, what's the thing? Um, the thing is the it's that simplicity, but not simple. Yes. Space. Yeah. The thing is the space. I remember the guys, especially mm-hmm. the bass players with the space. Yeah. Play with space. Huh. We don't need all, not all the fills. Yeah. It's tempting to want to play fills. Yeah. Fill the space. Yeah. I think that was the secret with the Jamaicans, you know. Huh. Space. It's it's island music. Right. It's, you know, the tide goes out and the tide, there's space. It's not, <laughs> it's not, the ocean doesn't do this yeah. busy, busy thing. It's the vibration, you yeah. know, it's, yeah. it's the heartbeat. So huh. it's a calmer kind of uh-huh. heartbeat. We're not racing around and yeah. playing a bunch of notes. Yeah. So. Huh. But yeah, I just played, I grew up just playing a lot of fusion bands and we tried to do a bunch of weather report stuff. Really? And that taught me a lot. Just wow. playing real busy. <laughs> well, but they had so many drummers. Who, who could you copy? I know. God. <laughs> I really love Peter Erskine. Sure. You know, I mean, there's sure. so many good drummers. Yeah. Then there was yeah. Omar Hakeem right. was Chester, in there. Chester Thompson's from my hometown. Chester. Oh, really? Uh, from, from Baltimore, yeah. Oh my God. He yeah. was great. He was. Yeah, he was one of my favorites too. And yeah. then there was Alex. Acuna? Acuna, yeah. yeah uh-huh. On percussion. Uh-huh. Then right. he played Traps. Uh-huh. He get back there and play traps. There's so many great drummers in that band. Yeah, and yeah. I have all their albums, of course. Yeah. I practiced right. their I loved Harvey Mason growing sure. up. All the Herbie stuff he uh-huh. did. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, there's so many influences uh-huh. in my. So when you moved to Portland, who did you play with? I moved here in 2002. Mm-hmm. Didn't know anybody. Wasn't a jam session guy. Never was. Never uh-huh. liked going to jam sessions. A little nervous, and you know they always seem like your competitions sometimes. And they were all run by Ron Steen. Oh, uh, and thank good, you know, thank goodness it <laughs> was Ron. He's yeah, yeah. God, what a great musician yeah, and great yeah. person, you know, for the community, uh-huh. for, for this community, sure. musical community. Thank goodness he was up here, mm-hmm. and I kind of knew Ronnie because he and mm-hmm. my dad had known uh, each other and worked uh-huh. together a little bit. And I remember going; it was like Billy. Reeds or some place oh, in yeah. MLK. I can't yeah, remember yeah. the name of that yeah, place. Yeah, that was, that's what it was called. Is that what it was? Yeah. And I remember being new to town. I thought, God, I've got to go to a jam or something. Uh-huh. I, nobody knows who I am. I yeah. got to meet, you know, play with some really good musicians and uh-huh. get my skills up. So I went there, and Ronnie was running jam session, and he was just the. He's always been the nicest guy. He let me sit in, you know, mm-hmm. gave me a spot and. Thank goodness I got on with uh, Dennis Kayatza. Dennis. Dennis. My man. <laughs> and I think that was his first week in town also. So we both met like the same week we both moved here. And I think it might have been his first time out trying to meet people and play. And we got on the same set together and clicked immediately. And that was really good for my confidence because he's a badass. Yeah. He can play. Yeah. And we were swinging really hard together, but that that kind of gave me some confidence. And then I played with, um, started getting some gigs with Noah Peterson. 
Uh-huh. Noah was incredible. Hired me for a lot of gigs with Dennis. Dennis was on those gigs. Mm-hmm. And then by chance, I got on with Solvax, just kind of by accident. Mm-hmm. And that was great. It was the greatest experience to get in with that band because they were working a lot. A then. lot. A lot. And I a needed lot. to work. Yeah. And they yeah. were at that time, they were working a lot of different rooms. Right. Great band, challenging yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and then I, I just kind of stuck with them, and then played, you know, side. From there, I met you, other people. You and played were with side them for gigs. a long time. How, Quite how, a long time. How many years were you with them? Oh, 12, 13 years, wow. possibly. Yeah, maybe longer. And that just ended, pretty much. Yeah, about a year and a half ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Decided to just open my calendar up uh-huh. and and have some, you know, mm-hmm. some time to play with some other folks. Well, you yeah. sure are. Yeah, I'm starting to. Well, you are in demand. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I see. Get, it's nice to get your names calls. out there everywhere. Well, thank you, man. Yeah, yeah, thank you. It's it's a it's a it's really wonderful to get get phone calls from great musicians. Yes. You know, right? I mean, that's what we all hope to you know have, and, and a variety that's too. That's the only reason I answer my phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no. Yeah, that's true. There really is. No, maybe, maybe somebody wants to pop, wants, wants to pay me to do something. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, brother. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> um, okay, so who else are you working with now? Um, currently, uh, well, I work with Lewis and Renato and LaRonda on some of those gigs. Yeah. And sometimes just us, the trio. Uh-huh. Um, and then LaRonda's group. Mm-hmm. We just played last night at the Lake Theater, and that's t- uh, Peter Damon and, yeah. and her husband, Mark. Right. Um, so I play with LaRonda's band. Uh-huh. We're playing here, actually, this Friday, Catfish uh-huh. Loose. Uh-huh. Uh, who else am I working with? I work with, um, see, I, I'm really not working with a million people. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be in, in the Thunder Brothers with yeah. some really good musicians. What happened to that band? I don't just kind of, we were. I, I, in some ways, I think we were just too loud. Oh. <laughs> Wasn't Michael um, what's his Quimby. name? Quimby. Quimby. Yeah. 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 And and he's he's been really busy with uh, with a job job. Yeah. You know, and I have a job job. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. it's got to yeah. pay some bills. You know. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I mean, really got behind the uh, uh, Michael's New Orleans band. Yeah. That was a nice Roseland band. Hunters. Roseland Hunters. Fantastic yeah. band. Yeah. 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 With Reinhardt and Reinhardt, Damien. Yeah, and yeah. Reinhardt's the other guy who can second line. Yeah, yeah, he can second line. Yeah, he really can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got that thing too. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm trying to think who else I don't. I play um, Portland Interfaith Gospel Choir, uh-huh. which is directed by LaRonda uh-huh. as well, and and John Gaynor. So, you know, I play shows with with them with that choir. It's gospel, straight up gospel. Ben in that band. Pardon, Ben Jones in that band. I, he might have done a few gigs. It's uh-huh. it's been. Uh, I know he plays a lot of gospel. Yeah, he does. He's yeah. a busy cat. Yeah, man, he's all over the place. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's um. So really, I haven't been playing with a million people. But, yeah, it's great. But it's yeah. I mean, <laughs> nice. the, the work has been steady with Lewis, uh-huh. Loranda. It's been really, really yeah. steady. Yeah, it's been yeah. fantastic. Well, they're real popular. Yeah. Yeah, they are. <laughs> They are, yeah. So it's it's so great to get t- those calls. Tell me about recording this Oregon Trail album because it was a little different, wasn't it? It was a little different. 
It was um, kind of a two-take kind of recording. Really? Uh, analog uh-huh. at, at uh-huh. Uh, Long Play Studios, uh-huh. which is a really great studio. Um, you yeah, like that? Do you, do you like that way of doing it? Well, you can't go back and fix. No, I, I kind of do, <laughs> Yeah, to be honest. Yeah. I'm not a big, let's just keep grinding this song out till we get every note perfect person. Yeah. yeah. I kind of like, let's come in prepared and let's have that energy. And uh-huh. let's, you know, if it's not perfect, it's not perfect. Well, what's perfect? Right. You know, really. You know, know, unless it's yeah. a train wreck. But yes. <laughs> the energy is what I believe is to be captured. Not necessarily this perfect supermarket sound you know yeah. i mean let's yeah. and i so i kind of i personally prefer let's let's hit this let's hit a song twice maybe three times and after that if we're not getting it let's come back later but hit treat it, it like it. a gig you know hit it and quit it hit it and quit it yeah yeah, yeah. and that's kind of what we did lewis renato and mm-hmm. i we just kind of hit it and quit it a couple takes here and there and said okay that, let's just go with it next and it was kind of yeah turned out great yeah, yeah. It's funny. I, I, I did an interview um, long, long, a long time ago now. Cause everything's a long time yeah, ago. <laughs> with Esperanza. Oh, yeah. And I asked her about Renato, and she mm-hmm. said, he is my favorite person to oh. be on the road with. Oh, I, yeah, I bet. <laughs> what, what were her reasons? I, could, I have my reasons. I, he was such a good guy. Thoughts. Such a great guy. Yeah. 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 No, no drama. No. Yeah. Doesn't ask for a, a lot. Yeah. Uh-huh. That kind of thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's a great guy and such a great musician. Was, was he in Solvax? He was not. No, I no. thought. Yeah, of all, he, the, all well, the bands had, you would think, you, yeah, you'd think yeah. he would be in Solvax. The yeah. Solvax, um, man, those guys just hold it down. It was Gary Harris, yeah, uh, yeah. Ron Regan, and yeah. um, Tim Bryson, uh-huh. which are you know those uh-huh. three are uh-huh. great, great players, and they weren't about to give that up. Yeah, I think Renato might have subbed once uh-huh. or a couple times uh-huh. while I was in the uh-huh. band. Uh-huh. Yeah, those Solvax gigs must have been pretty. Well, I know everything gets old. Okay, I sure, understand, sure. I understand that. Any, but, yeah, yeah. But uh, it, it sure didn't seem like it from the, the other side of the stage. Oh, that's great. You know, yeah. Oh, it seems to be a lot of fun. excitement. A lot of excitement. The music. Yeah. yeah. You know, of that era was yeah. so exciting. Yeah. And then a band like that with live horns, uh-huh. real horns. Uh-huh. You're not playing keyboard parts. Right. Right. It was a blessing to be in that band. It was so much fun. Made great friendships. And do you really do you fun. do any writing yourself? I really don't. Yeah, I really I have I have ideas, but it's mostly rhythm and bass ideas. Uh-huh. Because of my cello background, you know, I yeah. can play the bass a little bit. Yeah, my brother's a fantastic bassist uh-huh. currently. Uh-huh. I I have more like grooves, so that's not really. Uh-huh. I don't consider that writing, and I'm not lyrical at all. I can't write huh. lyrics Interesting. to save my life. Yeah, huh. I'm not. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> so I write grooves and then try to give them to people in bands that I play uh-huh. with and say, hey, you know, can we develop, maybe help me develop something? Well, I think it's really healthy that mm-hmm. people know what they can't do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> No, it is. No, you're right. You're right. It really is. Oh, Uh, yeah. You know. No, that's true. I mean, when you're young, you try everything. Try everything. Just try everything. Yeah, yeah. Just see if I can do this. Yeah, right. I mean, when I was was uh, about 19, Mm -hmm. 18, maybe 19, I, I I, I was a folk singer. Oh, wow, man. 
and I sucked. Oh, <laughs> I was horrible. Were you? What, yeah. what was bad? Yeah, huh? What What was bad? I couldn't sing, couldn't play. Oh. <laughs> Other than that, I was terrific. <laughs> but we had a gimmick. It was it, 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 it was it was me and a, and, and, and a black woman friend of mine. And this back east in Baltimore. Yeah, okay. And we caught was ourselves. Was there a big scene there? Was there a big folk scene at big, that time? There's not a big any kind of scene. Yeah. In Baltimore. Okay. Okay. <laughs> of anything. Um, Unless you know, unless you're a criminal, <laughs> right, right, that's a right. pretty good it's scene a, it's there. A, it's yeah. a t- <laughs> uh, but uh, no, and we had the only we had this gimmick. It was you know because because I was I was white and she was black. Okay, and it was a nice had a gimmick. Right, and we had, had something. And we had yeah. a, a real '60s name. Okay, the, we called ourselves. This is actually embarrassing. Salt and pepper tweed. <laughs> <laughs> But you can't forget it. I mean, no, you had, you had an angle. It was. It was. It was, a, one of the, good. it was one of the first times I remember. I mean, when year? What? When was this? Uh, when folk was 65? really okay. I was going to say mid right to late sixty. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and <laughs> but anyway, I was. But but you know, I learned what I couldn't do. Well, sure. You know, did you guys get gigs? Yeah, we got gigs. Wow, man. Yeah. No, Not what, many. Did, did she sing and yeah, she play? Was, she was talented. She was very she, talented. Yeah. yeah she ended and you up played guitar. A, and... I played guitar badly and sang badly. Oh, man. I'm, sh- I'm sure you were fine. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> Do you have any recordings or anything? No. Any documentation? No, no. no. I'm glad. I'm glad I don't. Matter of fact, that would be really embarrassing. <laughs> that's great, man. <laughs> well, you know, we all, that's a good point. You've yeah. you got to know what you're not yeah. great at. Yeah. That's yeah. I, I've learned that a lot. It must music. Been, it must have been so rewarding for you to play with your dad. It really was. Well, was there more pressure? Honestly, no. Yeah. Um, that's great. That's even better. Yeah, it's even better because yeah. I probably because I just grew up watching him play and the uh-huh. rehearsals and meeting the old. You know, I was around older musicians from a very early age. Going to his, he was in a couple big bands and he was in a Latin band and he was in quartets uh-huh. and he played with a lot of really good union cats. You know, uh-huh. studio session guys uh-huh. that were. Total pros, uh-huh. and where was this? Eugene. It was in Eugene. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And in the Bay Area yeah. earlier, uh-huh. and uh, Dad, you know, in the fifties and sixties, was making his bread in in San Francisco, uh-huh. in the Bay Area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, by the time I got good enough to start playing with his trio, I really wasn't uh-huh. nervous. Uh-huh. I did. I was nervous. I think it was like the third or fourth gig, and I was running late. Oh. <laughs> later than he liked. Yeah. And yeah. he was not happy. Uh-huh. I was nervous on that gig. Because mm-hmm. I knew he wasn't, he didn't like late. Right. I, I don't think I've been late to a gig since. <laughs> and it's it's great to get compliments from people. Oh, man, you're early. You're always early to the gigs. Well, that's because my dad was pissed off. Yeah, because I was run. I wasn't late. We started on time, but I was pushing it. Yeah, yeah. Loading yeah. in the gear, oh. you know, kind of having a hurry, and you know, barely <laughs> clicking the songs off. And my pants were wrinkled. Couldn't come in oh, with, the, with the wrinkled pants oh, really? and the bad shirt. No, oh, man. this was casual. You know, I had to look nice, look sharp. So, yeah, yeah. I remember being nervous that entire gig because he was not. Ha- he barely spoke to me. <laughs> and then the next gig. He was still a little bit pissed off, and then I got, you know, got back on the good side. And, you know, he's from the old school. You know, you can't yeah. can't be late, and you got to look sharp. 
Well, you know, he's he, right. He taught me a lot. He's yeah, right. he's right. Yeah, <laughs> taught me a lot. Yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah, I was never really nervous, to be honest. Excited, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, it was fun playing, mm-hmm. especially with him. And he played with some really good piano players too. Incredible mm-hmm. piano players. Well, it, was, it was a great experience. So spring and summer's coming up. You got to have a yeah. lot of festival gigs. I hope so. Yeah, um, it's got some cool gigs already lined up some wineries and yeah. some different events mm-hmm. but and, um festival blues side festival? nothing yet blues festival nothing no phone hasn't rung for that huh. i hope so yeah i i went on a streak of playing it every year for quite a while and then right last year was the first year not playing out there i still went out there yeah um and that was kind of strange to not play i bet after playing you know but that's you know, wasn't really in a blues band and, you know, wasn't it really expecting to get a call. Huh. Huh. So maybe not this year either. But we'll see. <laughs> Cue the violins. <laughs> <laughs> With the, you know, the vibrato and the sadness. And I'll be out there, though. I'll be out That's there. Great. No matter what. It'd be fun to play. I love playing that festival. Yeah. Oh, I love playing out there. It's yeah. so well organized. Well, we always have a booth. Yes, you do. Yeah. I've I've yeah. waved at you from yeah. the yeah <laughs> many a time. <laughs> I get to MC a little bit. I don't get to MC oh. as much as I used to. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but uh, they they do throw me some. You are you already booked for that again this uh, year? Well, we'll see because I'm having Peter Diamond come in and do the podcast next week. Oh great! Oh <laughs> Peter. Okay, we just yeah. played last night. Well, the thing is with Peter and, and actually him and Don Lukoff from the Jazz Festival oh, and yeah, Nicholas yeah. Harris from the Sold Out Festival, yeah. I always have them come in and talk about every every performer who's going to play. Oh, that's cool. Um, and Because uh, and, and, nobody can talk about people at the, at the, at the, at the gig who are right. better than the, per- the, the, ex- the one who, person who hired them. Right. You know? Right. So that's, that makes sense. So Peter's going to come in next week. Yeah. And we'll see what we see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't even looked at the lineups for yeah. the Blues Fest yet. We, I, I don't think we've committed quite yet to, 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 to have the booth, but I think we're going to. Oh, okay. Pretty sure okay. we're going to. But, I hope so. But I always love to MC because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. You know? And you're good. One time, <laughs> one time I had to introduce uh, uh, Carl Denson. Oh, yeah. And and I walk up to the Is mic. Is he a nice cat? He's Funny. Okay, yeah. I've interviewed I mean, him his too. music, he he's comes across. Fun. He's, he's, okay. he's funny. Just he's, curious, yeah. He's an interesting kid. He's very intense, but, you know. Uh-huh. Anyway, so I'm, I walk up to the mic. I got that little note, uh, things, oh, like, yeah. things they give me that I have to read. Yeah, yeah. And before <laughs> Thank I start. Thank you, sponsors. Yeah. Before I start, he walks up to me and, and, and comes next to my ear and goes, listen, when you, do, when you introduce me, I want you to say, and now black by popular demand. Oh, God. <laughs> And you're on like what I'm with thinking, the big stage. I'm thinking I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> but what I did do was I said, Jesus. and Carl Carl Denson just told me to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. That's good. Change the play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Call the audible. Nice. <laughs> Uh, he's a funny That's guy. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I, I always wondered about that. He 
Well, seems, seems like a nice cat. Congratulations on this Organ Trio album. It's terrific. Thank you. You're great on it. I Thank love that you. tune. I played that tune on oh, the radio. Oh, man, that's... I played, wow. I played your tune on the radio, absolutely. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm honored by that, and, truly. Um, you know, it's always nice to see you and, and, you and too. listen to you play. And, you too. And glad to meet you a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. It was really good to just hang with you. So I think what we'll do, we'll, we'll go out with that tune. Oh, wow. Okay. And so why don't you just <laughs> say the name. Okay, two Leons in New Orleans. All right. That's our middle name, Leon. Leon. Dad and I, and yeah. All right. Pretty simple. Well, thank you. Thanks for coming in.